your source for community. Muskoka-made talk shows are on Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. Brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Visit DairyLaneDental.com. The State of Real Estate with your host, Jerry Lantane. Welcome. That is indeed me. I am your host, Jerry Lantane. And today we are going to be speaking about appraisals with Ron House from Lakeland Appraisals. It's going to be a very good episode. We should learn a lot of information. But first, the market report. Today's stats are going to cover April 2021 versus April 2022. And they are brought to you by the Lakeland Association of Realtors. The average price between this April and last April has gone up by 26.4%. That's incredible. New listings have gone down by almost the same amount, by 23, just over 23%. Inventory of homes for sale is down from last year by 20%. So there's a lot less out on the market for people to buy. Um, actual sales are also down, and they're down by 36%. So that means there's a lot less people buying right now. Could be buyer's fatigue, could be a lot of other reasons going on. The um, price, the original price that people are getting for their house, the percentage of that is actually still a little over asking. People are getting generally on average 1% over asking still. So it's still a very seller's market out there. And days on the market, last April it took nine days to sell a home. This year the average is eight days. So it's still a hot market. But in the last couple of weeks, some interesting things are happening. Uh, it does seem that uh, homes are, are not getting as many showings as they were previously. And um, in lieu of the fact that um, interest rates are going to be going up incrementally, probably in June, it looks like some people are starting to back away. So the seller's market is still strongly a seller's market, but buyers are going to get a bit of a break soon and might have some better luck. Thank you very much. That's a market report. We'll be back with Mr. House. All right, welcome back. And you just finished with the market report. And as promised today, we are going to speak about appraisals with Mr. Ron House from Lakeland Appraisals. Correct, sir. Okay. Now, what is an appraisal? That's a loaded question. Well, you should know, Jerry. <laughs> You're in real estate. <laughs> Well, appraisals are usually done uh, when somebody is purchasing a property. Uh, they, they need the appraisal for their financing, whether it's a mortgage or a line of credit. Uh, or appraisals are done for people for to determine market value. Or they're done for estate purposes. Or they're done just because they need it for their own records, for their own finances. Um, most appraisals, like us, are, are we're residential appraisers. And uh, the vast majority of the appraisals we do are for the major lenders, the banks, the trust companies, and the credit unions. And uh, we, we mainly work on this area, but they're from all the lenders from all across Canada. And um, I would say 90% of our, our appraisals are from the major banks and lenders in, in Canada and in Ontario. Okay. Um, so at what point in a transaction is the bank going to, want an appraisal done on a house now we're just we're just going to be for instance if we're doing a brand new house i just bought a new house um i i need a mortgage on it so w at what point is the bank going to say well we we need to verify some facts here well i think that happens when the uh you've gone into the bank or you've been approved by the bank for the for the property they they know the amount of money you you require to make the deal or and uh they basically then um 
in this over the last number of years, they have to send it to their head office. And from once it's approved by head office, that's when they, they uh, kick in the appraisal. And the appraisal business changed a number of years ago. Uh, it used to be where the bank manager would go down, you know, call up the local real estate person or whatever and say, we need an appraisal on Jerry's house and, you know, and the value is X number of dollars. Well, there's appraisal management companies uh, came in about 20, 25 years ago in, in Canada and in, in Ontario. And uh, my first dealings with, with them was in the, in the 90s, I guess, mid 90s, no, in the 2000s, early 2000s, I'm sorry. And uh, so what, all the banks now have appraisal management companies that they deal with. So the bank doesn't contact, usually doesn't contact my company directly. They go to one of the appraisal management companies who then we are on their approved list or we have a contract with them in the area. And then they send us an email, whatever, and saying, we need an appraisal on Jerry's place on Brunel Road. And da-da-da-da-da. Uh, and we like, want it complete and we need it by, you know, May the 10th. So basically, we're, we're, we're establishing a value of the house itself? Well, the land. The available. property? Yeah. And are we like worried about any like does the finish inside of a house make a big difference in an appraisal yes it does it's um so you when the appraisals are done basically on a combination of the land and the building okay so you know if you've got a thousand square foot house it's going to be worth x number of dollars if you've got a two thousand square foot house it's going to be worth obviously more mm -hmm. uh if you've got a, a lot of 50 by 120 foot lot it's worth say $150,000, where your 200 by 200 foot lot could easily be worth, in today's market, $300,000. Mm -hmm. yeah. So the combination together, and how the appraisals are done is on the sales, com generally, is on the sales comparison approach. So you look for, for instance, uh, if you're doing an appraisal on a 1,200 square foot bungalow in town, then you look for sales of similar age, similar quality, uh, similar uh, square footage type, homes in relatively similar locations. Now, Muskoka isn't quite like like dealing with with a GTA or like a large subdivision. Yeah, yeah, like we don't have a lot of large subdivisions, but here you would if for instance in Huntsville if you had us if you were purchasing that 1200 square foot split entry bungalow, then we would look for sales of similar type properties in the various developments in Huntsville or subdivisions, you know, within, you know, a couple miles of the downtown core. And then certain subdivisions, as you know, are, are more desirable. So then we would adjust the land value for that. And we adjust the land, uh, land value for size, location, and if there's any adverse influences also. Like such adverse, as, like such a as, uh, big factory across well, the road. Well, yes, or um, if you backed onto Highway 11. Or, yeah. or you front onto Highway 60, uh, you know, that's, they call that, in, in, you know, traffic issues, etc. So it's, it's things that... The, you adjust for things like that that would make someone <coughs> want or not want the place. You know, if you're if you got a home that backs on the parkland, and you got nobody behind you, that's a positive factor. Yeah. If you back on the Highway 11, well, that's the negative factor. Is there, um, in terms of a traffic situation, is there a standard value that you can say, well, that's going to take this much away from that property because it, it is on a busy road or no, there's not really a standard because each situation is different. Mm -hmm. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, you have to, um, 
you have to look at sales. For instance, if you see a sale that backs onto Highway 11, a home that sells for, say, 700000 and one that's just down the road from it but backs on the parkland, and it's the same type of home, so it goes for 800000 Right. well, that sort of pretty well tells you that that one lot's worth 100000 more than the other lot. Right. You know, so, yeah. so no, each situation is different. Okay. Now... So we're, we're, we're comparing other homes in the neighborhood, sim similar, this, similar, that, land size and stuff. What about a physical um, inspection of the home? Um, is that a necessary thing? Yes. Um, when most appraisals we do are called a full appraisal. And with a full appraisal, when the banks and the, uh, the management companies order those, they expect you to do an exterior inspection, you know, um, exterior measurements, so when you measure the outside of the home, you take the outside measurements for the square footage. And then you, after you do that or before, it doesn't matter, you, you then arrange with the owner or the real estate person, whatever, if it's a sale, or the owner, you arrange to go inside and do a physical inspection of the property. Mm -hmm. Plus, they want a number of pictures, like interior pictures. They want to, generally want a picture of every bedroom. Generally, every room in the house yeah. they want a picture of. They also want to quite often want a picture of, uh, uh, of you know, the furnace room, the furnace and utilities. The panel box is a bigger one, especially in older homes. They yeah, want to make sure the right. panel box is breakers instead of fuses. Yeah. Uh, there's another thing that uh, the banks and I think insurance companies are, are concerned about too is, is oil. If oil, yes, heat. You absolutely, know, yeah. Yeah, because that is coming more of an issue. And I, I have talked with to, leaky tanks and where exactly. the tank is situated in the house, out yeah. of the house. And so what we do now is, you know, if I come in here and say, okay, uh, Jerry, uh, what, what do you heat with? And you say, well, oil. Uh, okay, thank you. That's good. Where's your tank? Well, in it's, the basement. It's in the basement there. But you tell me, oh, but it's new five, you know, five days ago or five years ago. So yeah, there are, you've seen the new tanks now. They look like armored cars almost, yeah. but. But anyways, uh, so we take a picture of that tank and, and basically say tank appears to be, you know, according to the owner, the tank is five years old and appears to be in, in good condition. Yeah. So, and that, but yeah, I, I've heard a lot of uh, lenders over the last little while being concerned of, uh, of uh, oil heat and oil yeah. tanks. So. Is your appraisal inspection, is that as in-depth as like a home inspector? No, and we're not qualified to do that. Uh, we're just basically going through the home. We're taking pictures. We're noti noting the conditions. Like, for instance, if the home is 20 years old and nothing's been done to it in those 20 years, we'll note those factors. Like the place looks dated. It needs new, you know, the carpet's worn, the entryway, the sheet vinyl in the entryway's worn. Uh, the roof looks like it's you know, original roof and Métis. So that affects our value. Okay. So we, we use depreciation on that. So we depreciate it for, for um, you know, for those factors. Okay. And, and again, every one of those is different. Okay. Well, this is a good time to take a bit of a break. So we will. We have some commercials coming up and we'll be back with Mr. House and talking more about appraisals after these messages. Your source for community. Muskoka-made talk shows are on Muskoka Magazine. The Bay, 88.7. Brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Visit DairyLaneDental.com. The State of Real Estate with your host, Jerry Lantane. All right, 
Welcome back, and this is the second half of the episode, and we are really lucky to have Mr. House, because he's a professional about appraisals, and this is really good. I'm learning stuff, too. <laughs> um, I won't tell anybody. Yeah. So let's just get back to appraisal. I want to get back to the physical inspection for a second. Um, so you're going to go around the house and you're going and to decide. You, and you're going to measure it counterclockwise because then you're reading the tape the right way up. Uh -huh. If you're doing it the other way, you're reading the tape upside down and you can easily make a mistake. See, that's been my problem because I have to twist it the other way yeah, to get my read on it. Oh yeah. yeah so I got taught that by an older gentleman years ago. So if you were to go around a house and notice that there's some cracks in the foundation cinder blocks, is that a huge red flag? We would note that out and take a picture of it. Okay. Uh, we're not engineers, we're not building inspectors, but we would make a note of that. And then, uh, you know, and obviously look inside for that too. If it shows right through, yeah. you know, it may just be, you know, superficial or whatever, but, you know, we do make a note of that. And mm -hmm. then the, but like I said, we're not home inspectors yeah. or we're not uh, engineers. And then I'll just go another quick thing about physical. Um, inside the house, if you happen to, uh, if the house happens to have like gorgeous marble countertops, is that also a consideration or is that just a cosmetic thing that really doesn't up the value or up an appraisal? Well, stuff like new kitchens and all that is, they, they might add value to it, but they also make it make it sell better, sell quicker yeah. and make it more attractive to the sale. Okay. Whether it adds, um, whether a marble top or a, or a granite top adds an awful lot of money over a, an ordinary top, a number, usually in a dwelling like that, a number of things add up high-end stuff that makes the value higher. Okay. I want to sort of switch the topic completely and I want to sort of talk about uh, like a, a, a market value of a house versus an appraisal value and what happens when there's a discrepancy between that price. Well the appraisal that is being done by a certified appraiser uh, is based on history. So it's based on sales that have taken place so for instance, if I was doing an appraisal on the place across the road there down the street, um, and it was effective, effective today's date, we'd be looking at sales that have taken place, as I said, using history. So we come up with our value based on history, and we have to, like I said before, we're doing it based on similar type homes that have, sell, that have sold, and we try to get the most recent sales we can't. And if we have to go back farther, then we then we adjust them for time and market conditions. So if the markets improved 20% from last September, then we would adjust those sales by 20%. Now, a real estate agent going in and giving an opinion of value, he may, I may do an appraisal, let's backtrack a bit, based on the sales comparison approach and say that that place is worth a million dollars. You may go and look at it as an agent and say, I think I can get you a million one for it, which you may. It doesn't prove that either one of us are wrong mm -hmm. because my appraisal, as I said, was based on history right. and based on sales that have taken place. And if that place then sells for a million one instead of a million, you're creating more history. Yeah. And right. And in a market like we've had the last couple of years. <clears throat> oh yeah. <laughs> you know. You have you, to look to last week, not last month. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, you can you can do. We had an interesting one where where the property sold for in town. Uh, sold for uh, this is last year it had sold in the in the uh, in the fall for X number of dollars 
and then we're doing the appraisal on it six months later because it was a long closing and the bank didn't order the appraisal until uh, six months uh -huh. later. And my appraiser lady said to me, she says, I'm coming out at $100,000 higher than it's sold for. And I said, yeah, because we're six months later down the line and the market's a hell of a lot stronger. Right, wow. Yep. Well, can you explain what happens when the opposite takes place in terms of, I'm, I, I've got a home, it's $700,000, um, and I'm going to take a mortgage out and I get approved for that mortgage, but the appraisal comes back and says, it's not worth 700. It's only worth 650. Well, I think, as I said before, the appraisal would be, is based on history, what has taken place. Mm -hmm. Uh, and yes, you could say your home's worth 700. And like we just talked about a minute ago. Well, what happens if someone actually bought it already? They're, they're, they're planning to pay 700. The bank orders an appraisal, and the appraisal says, "Well, it's not worth seven; it's worth six fifty. Well, then the appraiser is getting phone calls and emails <laughs> from angry people saying, <laughs> "Well, no, from the banker. The lender okay. is mainly the one." Um, sometimes there's reasons for that. For instance, in a market like we've had recently, you might see a sale in an area where everything in the area is selling for between six fifty and seven hundred thousand. Somebody comes along and they've missed out on some places they put offers on. They go in at, I don't know, $790,000. And the highest sale in that development is $700,000 or seven twenty or whatever. Yeah. So we in our appraisal cannot match that. You know, we're not going mm -hmm. to just put ourselves out on the limb yeah. because we need those sales. We need that history mm -hmm. to say, okay, it's worth that money. But if all our sales say it's worth seven hundred, that's what we bring the value in at. Mm -hmm. You know, and um, you know, and and there's other factors that. Uh, what? That's an interesting question. What's the risk and/or liability um, on your end if an appraisal was under or valued or overvalued? I mean, what what's that matter to the bank? Well, I think the banks really want somebody's signature on the on the appraisal or on a piece of paper to say that it's worth X number of dollars because mm -hmm. that's passing the liability. Right to you know who. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but if we come in lower than the appraised value, than the sale value, for instance, yep. then obviously the, the person buying has to come up with more money. Yeah, they have to pony up the yeah. difference in cash. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Which, is, exactly. which can be very hard and that can actually end up being a deal breaker in, well, in some cases. Yeah, and we've had a number of appraisals over the last couple of years, especially when the market's been mm -hmm. changing day to day and week to week or whatever that uh, you know we do not have the market data to support that sale value yeah. can 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 a an appraisal be disputed yes does it oftentimes just end up being the same appraisal from a different company or i oh. mean because the fact's a fact right well they can go out and uh, they would first come back to to me and they're to our company my company and then it usually ends up on my plate and uh, so if it's one of my other appraisers that's done it, and we review it. And, and I review most of the appraisals that go out of here anyway that we complete, that my company completes. Um, so, um, you know, we look at it. And, yeah, people can make mistakes. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I, I don't just say, oh, no, we're right. You know, we look at it. I talk about it. Uh, if, if I've done it myself, then I know. And, you know, and we look and say, well, geez, were we wrong? Were the measurements wrong? You know, or mm -hmm. we, did we do something wrong? And and if we go through it and everything on our part we feel is correct or I feel is correct, uh, then we get back to them and say, oh, I'm sorry, our, our value stands. Yeah. And they, they can file up a, a, 
a formal appeal on it, but again, I go through the same process yeah. and our value stands. So they can then, it's up to them, they can go hire another appraisal firm. Is, is there anything a homeowner can do to increase the value in an appraisal? Like in a, I know you could redo your kitchen, redo this, but are there, are there small things that you can do to change that appraisal? Like, it, it, or is it too late by the time the bank's called you, there's not gonna be enough time before a home closes to have somebody a, a, a do something that's gonna dramatically affect the appraisal value? No, I don't think so. I mean, the biggest thing, and whether, <coughs> whether you're going to do an appraisal on it or whether you're going to look at it as an agent or whether you're, as an agent, you're taking people to, to show the place. I mean, the first impressions mean a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, if you come to a place and it's well manicured and it's well maintained on the outside, usually it's the same way inside. Right, that's very true. Yeah, so, you know, you look around at places and, uh, you know, there are places around that are, that are older, but they look like they're brand new. Yeah. You know, uh, it, so really, uh, nobody, you know, they can make their place look, look res respectable, I guess. Every yeah. place looks respectable, but usually, but they can make it look nice and whatever. But there's really uh, nothing a homeowner is going to do that's going to really affect our value because, like I said before, we base it on the square footage, the quality, the finish, the condition and previous the, sales the previous sales yeah. in the neighborhood where the subject's located in yeah. And, yeah. and the value and um myself I, um, I you know we're all members of the of the real estate board and i am on the board probably three or four times a day reviewing what is sold mm. and what has happened and uh so you've got to keep on top of that and that gives you a good idea what the market With is current current right. and what has happened, what's for sale, mm -hmm. you know, uh, what is happening. And uh, um, that also gives you a good indicator as to, as to that lot value we were talking about. Yeah. Because you see those lots go by yeah. Yeah. and what they're selling. Yeah. Like I had a, the, the, the thing, that, another thing that's really increasing in value, and, and you probably know this too, is rural lots and, and parcels of land. And well, I, I, I had a lot. I put it up for sale and it got a hundred thousand over what we were asking for it. And I was, the, my client was happier than heck and I was baffled. But Did these you, people saw the property and they said, this speaks to us. We want to build a home here. You wouldn't accept the commission on that additional amount though. No, no, <laughs> only the list price. <laughs> Sorry. No, no, that's good. Um, so there are other reasons for an appraisal. Perhaps down the road we can do an, another interview, Mr. Sure. Be my pleasure. Well, Ron, thank you very, well, yeah, very much. Yeah, call me Ron. Not yeah, Mr. yeah. And Ron, can you please tell these people how to get a hold of you? Well, it's Lakeland Appraisals, and I'm the owner of Ron House, and uh, we're in the phone book, and we're on the yellow pages, and we're on the internet, and etc. Perfect. Seventy-nine okay. twenty-three hundred. <laughs> All right, and this week's tip of the week is courtesy of Mr. Ron House, and that is when you are measuring a house, measure it counterclockwise. Apparently. You'll be able to read the tape measure every time. <laughs> I like it. You should too. The State of Real Estate with your host, Jerry Lantane.